Creative Brain Candy by creators for creators. If you're watching this thing, you know by now a huge problem is heading our way. An emergency meeting is being called at our usual place immediately. Free bagels. I've made a shocking discovery. I need you to get me in touch with NASA immediately. Well, NASA and I aren't really on speaking terms these days. Well, that'll change. When you tell them that the moon is out of orbit. There's no need to panic. Not crazy! Why are they lying about all this? It's too late to stop. You knew all this was happening before NASA. You are the unidentified source? Oh, yes. We're dealing with an intelligent entity. We're planning a mission to attack this thing. I'm asking you for your help. Say yes, Brian. I need you to be brave. If the moon really is what you think it is, suit up. You have got a big gravity wave coming your way. You have to launch now. Did he say gravity wave? We're underwater, guys. Uh, that's crazy. What's the plan? Save the mill and save Earth. Ray, what are you doing? Find itself. Wait for it. Let's go, you son of a. On airplane mode. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we review the dumpster fire that takes all of your ancient alien uh, bullshit conspiracy theories and mixes it in with every single film Roland Emmerich has ever done to create the menage a blah of a sci-fi movie that I had to watch thanks to James and Rob. It is 2022's Moonfall. But first, he's the... uh, well, he's the guy who wants to booze himself to death because he thinks a bunch of space moths killed uh, an astronaut and and his career. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Uh, pretty good. Hold on. Mm. Mm-hmm. So today is brought to you by a moon pie. Oh, God. Because we watched Moonfall. <laughs> you know what? I really hate myself at you this know? point for getting <laughs> you that gift. No, I thought no, that was is... a. I thought that was a kind of a, a funny kind of, but mm-hmm. but a nice gift because you like the little treats and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it was it was a little bit ironic. It was a little bit funny. It was it was contextual. I thought it was a good gesture. Yeah. And then you go and you shove it up my ass. Uh, well, you know, not only that, but this is a moon pie. You didn't buy me moon pies. I went oh, and got I me a moon pie. That's right. No, no. This is a special so moon you, pie. So you this went is, out of your way to piss me off. <laughs> this is a strawberry flavored moon pie, and it's not bad. Kind of like gross. this movie. Not moon bad. Moon pies are gross. Mm. Yeah. But this nasty. movie was not bad. Anyways, uh, and uh, back for Moonfall, because he uh, he put this on the list along with Rob. Uh, he is the guy who... Um, is all about the megastructures and conspiracy theories, and he sacrifices himself at the end of the movie. It's James. How are you doing, James? Yeah, but I'm still alive uh, via my consciousness being put into a fucking AI, just like fucking Elon Musk. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad glad to be back uh, with you boys to, re- to to review this great fucking movie. Everybody should go out and watch it. I really don't want you to be the AI in the moon because I think you would just like. Oh, I would just for the I hell would of fuck. It. I would fuck the Earth. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It would. I yeah. I would be the last yeah. one alive. Yeah, one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then you yeah. just go make another Earth and do it all over again. Right. But, but better. But better. All right, James. So I understand you've got a little love letter for us. I do. So I thought in honor of being back on the show, and this is, it's Valentine's week as we record this, um, in the spirit of love, I thought that I, I would uh, I, I would write a little poem for you guys. And just to, oh, I can't wait to hear this. <clears throat> it's really like, it's really just an ode to everything that I represent uh, when I'm on this show. So here it goes. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I fuck Rob's mom. And if you ask nicely, you probably can too. (laughs) Welcome back. Thanks, man. I kind of saw that one coming. A mile away. (laughs) Kind of like the moon. Shit. Uh, Rob, you got any news for us this week? I do, and you should be happy. It is all science-related. I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't either. No, no. It's been a big day. Big, big week. Big week. Um, First thing. (laughs) Big day. He got all the news today. (laughs) (laughs) While he was taking his shit earlier. Absolutely. Oh, man. I've had to Have I ever. Um, No, so uh, first one here. Uh, We have good news. There are the first images coming off of the uh, James Webb telescope. Um. As they do, they do show their, space moths. Um, well, you guys, you guys tell me whether or not this is a space moth. But you know, the mirrors aren't aligned yet, um, so either it found a bunch of stars, or there's some lint on the mirror, um, or something. Oh yeah, it looks like somebody's going to have to go up with like a microfiber cloth and wipe that shit down. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got, vote Rob. We send Rob to do that, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so that's the first uh, the first images coming off of that thing. Uh, the mirrors aren't one hundred percent aligned yet. They're still working on that. Um, there's some. You know, there's some. Some of those are multiple images of the same thing. It kind of looks like a Christmas tree if someone took a picture while they were drunk. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah kind of yeah so they um you know they said hey we got a long way to go um we're still trying to unstow the the mirrors and things are going to be blurry and all that kind of good stuff so they have bullshit uh, excuses yeah stay tuned you know hey at least they got that thing launched unlike you know the rockets they keep having bullshit excuses as to why they should uh delay them what rockets are you talking about? Uh, the SLS stuff. Okay. Yeah, they keep delaying. They keep pushing back their their uh, launches. Um. So speaking of rockets, a few. What was it? Uh, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, or something. Um. People were uh all up in uproar because um. Uh, they were saying that a piece of a Falcon 9 rocket from SpaceX uh, was possibly going to be striking the moon on March 4th. And everybody's all like, oh my God, SpaceX, they're not taking care of their their second stage rocket boosters properly, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, it's not a Falcon 9 rocket. It's a Chinese rocket. So... Well, aren't they going to crash the fucking space station into the dark side of the moon? No, oh, ISS? How no, they, no. They're burning that up in the atmosphere. How they get the space station out to the moon? I don't moon? know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm conflating uh, the space station and some of these fucking rockets up there. Cause I yeah, thought, I think so. I, I thought for sure they were going to start crashing stuff into the moon. No, no. Uh, if anything, the moon's going to crash into the ISS, right? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, Megastructure, Dyson Sphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, good news also. uh, There's some pretty cool stuff. Um, The Parker Solar Probe that is on its way over to uh, the The sun. sun. Yep, to take images (laughs) and uh, all that kind of good stuff. Um, Back in July, it uh, went past Venus, and uh, we got the first images... Uh, in color 
from uh, of, of Venus. Did they find a woman whose body was shaped like a penis? Um, <laughs> no, oh, no, not true. yet. All right. Um, but they took, uh, they've got images. Hold on just a second. I'm trying to multitask and get you guys a little picture there. There you, you go. You can't solo task. Why are I you know, trying right? to multitask? So <laughs> they've got, uh, they took pictures, they took pictures and they've got, uh, images of, uh, basically the, uh, the surface um, it was able to take pictures of the surface uh I'm that's not a real that's not a real color image right that's an enhanced I, color image i'm gonna say it's in a uh, slightly enhanced colored image yeah that, it's using that green's not vegetation right or maybe uh, it is isn't it that where be. elvis and no, fucking tupac no, no. live there's there's no fucking vegetation on venus Are you yeah sure? so the surface yes. of venus even on the night side is about 860 degrees um so it's a little warm down there um toasty yeah, yeah. So, um, it's apparently also there's a colorless gas called uh, phosphine. Phosphine. Um, phosphine. It, yeah, it smells like decaying fish and garlic, which only occurs naturally as organic matter breaks down in swamps or in some animal guts here on Earth. So they're kind of excited that they detected phosphine, I guess, because maybe. Well, there's, there's other something. chemical processes that will. Yeah, like when Atlanteans fucking right. decompose crash on Venus. Into, uh, crash into Venus and decompose. Yeah, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. Yeah. And yeah. we're all yeah. on the same page. Or or the proto-molecule. Right, know? right, the yeah. proto-molecule yeah. could proto do it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, crust is so hot that the uh, it's glowing um, through those pictures, which is kind of cool, they, they said. So, hey. That's well, cool. there's also immense pressures and mm -hmm. super yeah. corrosive atmosphere, and yeah, it's just a it's a wonderful place. It's like it fucking is. Florida. It is <laughs> with less crazy, <laughs> maybe maybe less crazy. The Venus right. man. You what never you read in the us? newspaper. Venus man did that. You don't never see that. It's always Florida. Yeah, you, you never you never see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all I got, man. It's a three. Three articles, three space three in, news. three out. All right. Yeah. Kind of yeah, I mean, this we're week, gonna, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. That we're going to, we'll talk about, you know, um, how how we found the door to the center of the moon. Because um, this is a documentary, right? Uh, yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And mm -hmm. with that awful fucking note, let's, uh, let's hear some words from another podcast on CBC, shall we? Psst. Excuse us, we've been trying to reach you about your life's traumatic experiences. No, no, don't hit fast forward. We come in peace. I'm Jamie. And I'm Steph. And we're the hosts of the Stay Wild Trauma Child podcast. We are two best friends who are openly sharing their healing journeys while navigating sudden loss, parenthood, relationships, mental health, and so much more. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and join us every other Tuesday night for some hard truths, a whole lot of laughs, and maybe even a little bit of healing. We will shut up now and let you get back to your show. Stay wild, future trauma child. All right, so definitely go check them out. They're on CBC Creative BrainCandy.com. And uh, uh, there's several other podcasts out there on uh, CreativeBrainCandy.com, including Simply Stogies. Go check, go them, check out. them out. Whichever one that was. I'm not 100% sure at this point, but you should go check them out. You're giving out. away the fucking how the sausage is made, asshole. I do the same thing. I do the exact same thing. In fact, typically, I don't even say anything. I'm just like, I tell the guest, I'm like, all right, this is going to be like five seconds where I don't say anything because I'm just going to shove a commercial in here. <laughs> Like, what yeah. commercial is it? I don't know. It's one of the podcasts on CBC. But which one? But, I don't fucking know. The one know next in rotation. <laughs> yeah. right. so, look. Funny enough, I think it's simply Stokies is the next <laughs> one in rotation. <laughs> I'll have to double check that. But. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who's ready for a bud girl? Let's uh, do it. Did you did you uh, write this? Yes, I wrote this. <laughs> asshole. Oh, perfect. You think I'm just going to wing this? Yes, I, so far, you've been winging everything else. Yeah, I always do. All right, let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Philosophers have pondered for millennia, if you put an infinite number of Jameses in a room with an infinite number of big red crayons, would they eventually write Shakespeare? Well, we now have our answer. The answer is a resounding no. They would write the heaping, steamy pile of horseshit that is Moonfall. 
This travesty of a film starts with a space shuttle mission gone wrong, when a swarm of space moths rip apart a satellite, which then damages the shuttle and knocks out its power. One astronaut down, Owlman has to fly it back to Earth and land it manually, which he does with some sort of black magic since the shuttle doesn't operate without power. <laughs> back on the ground, Owlman and Catwoman are grilled about what went wrong, and when Owlman warns everyone about the space moth threat, he's laughed out of town, literally. Fast forward 10 years and the moon's orbit has shifted drastically. Samuel Tarley is playing the role of store brand while hunting and hacks into an astrophysicist's computer to run some numbers and call someplace that spits out some argle bargle and confirms his suspicions that the moon is in fact getting closer to the Earth. But wait, there's more. According to Tarley, the moon is a megastructure, hollow with a creamy white dwarf in the center, and that's what the space moths were wanting. <laughs> He rushes to give Owlman the good news, but Owlman is too busy boozing away the days to give two shits. Enter Catwoman, who is now assistant director of NASA, and has also just learned that the moon is about to crash into the Earth. Her ex-husband, the general, and his friends want to nuke it back into the Stone Age from their mountain bunker in Colorado, but she says, nah, let's launch a rocket. So they launch a rocket, and the three people aboard get eaten by space moths. So now they are truly fucked, because that was their last rocket. But wait, let's pull a space shuttle out of a museum and launch that, she says. And I know just the guy who can fly it. So they gather up Boozehound and the Magister, and after a bunch of hand wringing and stopping to look at all of the global catastrophes, they launch a shuttle to orbit in record time. And on board this shuttle they have a super-secret EMP that was designed just to zap space moths. But that plan goes tits up when the space moths don't take the bait and instead try to eat the shuttle because Tarly has to act like a tourist. So they abandon the shuttle in the smaller <laughs> shuttle they brought with them, and fly up the moon's asshole to give it a colonoscopy. There they find a bunch of corn farms proving that Iowa isn't natural, and James is extraterrestrial. The moths try to kill them, the alien base swallows them, and shows Owlman the history of the universe, and then Owlman tries to sacrifice himself, but Sam decides, nah, my cat is probably dead by now, and I have nothing left to live for, so I'm just going to stay here, and have multiple <laughs> orgasms because all of my batshit crazy ideas have been validated. So Sam blows the EMP, Owlman and Catwoman land back on Earth, the moon miraculously heads back to its proper orbit, and roll everyone living happily ever after in this fever dream wish fulfillment garbage fire of a movie, credits. <laughs> wow. Sake. And for for the, uh, just for your information, it's Night Owl, not Owl Man. I thought it was Owl Man. No, it's Night Owl 2. For, you're, you're referencing Watchmen, right? Yeah, Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he played. Okay, I thought he it was, played Night Owl wait, too. Wait, wait, did you did you just correct him by then I, pronouncing Watchman Watchman? Yeah, I said Watchman <laughs> okay. instead of Watchman. <laughs> make it sure, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. I can just make it. Yeah. Make well, it I had right. owl, I had Owl Man on the brain, you know. Yeah, sure. No, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, because he kept. Yeah. he kept saying it so many times. Yeah, the thing is, I don't really care incorrectly. <laughs> that's you should. I don't. That's my secret. I never care. Yeah, I don't really care because I mean. This movie wasn't worth looking at. Oh, right, for so. fuck's sake. This movie, oh. this movie was, sucked. No, this oh. movie's not bad. It's good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the shit out of this I movie. I liked it. Of course you did. I thought it was good. This What's movie it? tailors to James. I mean, specifically <laughs> to fucking James. I'm I pretty mean, sure there was a dedication <laughs> to James in the credits. I look, wish. Look, don't. I mean, it's got good act, actors in it. Halle Berry. Let's Name just, one thing that Halle Berry has done that was shit. Catwoman. Catwoman. Name two things that Halle Berry Swordfish. has done that was. <laughs> Name three things that Halle Berry has done. Everything that, that Halle, Halle Berry Ball. has done except for maybe Monsters Ball. Uh, she won. Well, she was uh, okay Ball. in Monsters yeah. Ball. Didn't she win something for Monsters Ball? Let's no. let's, let's start. Let's just start here. Let's start at the at, at the base. Okay. Okay. Did the moon ring like a bell? at any time in its existence? And the answer no. to that question is yes, it did. No. It did. It, it did. Absolutely. Apollo 11. Apollo, in fact, 11. Here, uh, Apollo 13. Uh, it occurred at 8.09 p.m. Eastern, April 14th. <laughs> the SIVB struck the moon with the force equivalent to 11.5 tons of TNT. It hit 85 miles west-northwest of the site where the Apollo 12 astronauts had set up the seism uh, seism uh, seismometer. Jesus Christ, that's hard to say. A scientist on Earth said, quote, the moon rang like a bell, end quote. <laughs> Did not ring like a bell. Where are you pulling this shit from? So what landed? JoeRogan.com. Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was right after he took the ivermectin. Um, <laughs> uh, this is from uh, uh, this is from erjsc.nasa.gov forward slash seh. This was the SIVB struck the moon with a force equivalent to 11 and a half tons of TNT. What is the EISVB? I don't fucking know. I'm reading this right off the fucking Google machine, man. Isn't it? Um, isn't that some sort of rocket booster? I think so. I don't. I no. I, I, I don't know. NASA Which, used wait, the that spent- happened on 13. <clears throat> uh, NASA. So this is from. Uh, Popsci.com, NASA used the, the spent spacecraft for science, directing these modules for controlled crash, crashes into the moon. These crashes caused moon quakes, and scientists measured the vibrations moving through the moon and found that it rings like a bell. Hmm. Well, uh, it makes sense this is, if it's hollow. This, cause, it, this causes uh, some folks to believe that the, the moon is indeed hollow, and there probably, it probably is a Dyson sphere, uh, mm-hmm. and that there are nano... Uh, nanotechnology uh, inside the moon feeding off a creamy white dwarf much like a moon pie and like this is this is uh what uh, drove the movie i mean it it's all based on science jason i don't understand what your problem is <laughs> yeah right i mean okay so i ha- i was i will have to admit that i was a little far-fetched um it was a little far-fetched in one spot i mean come on we do buddy breathing all the time. How come the stepdad didn't just buddy breathe <laughs> yeah, with his daughter, that right? Too. That was so stupid. I mean, that, I if like, anything was implausible, it was that scene right there. I'll be honest, oh my the guy God. was kind of a dick, so I was glad he died. Uh, yeah. Stanley Tucci was supposed to play that role. I am so glad that for whatever reason, Stanley, oh no, it was, uh, he couldn't fly in to do the yeah. role because of COVID restrictions. COVID, yeah. I'm so glad COVID prevented Stanley Tucci <laughs> from doing this fucking movie. I bet you Stanley whatever. Tucci is, uh, I bet too. you Stanley Tucci no, is, he's is not praising happy. No, he's probably right a little upset. Too. He's a little upset. I'm just glad they didn't get Josh Gad to play the fat guy. Like, I had no idea that Josh Gad was going to do that. And I really, what the, what's that fucking thing's name from Frozen? Olaf? Is it, Olaf? Is it Olaf? Yeah, Olaf. Yeah, like yeah. Olaf. Snowman. Yeah. She would know, yeah. I'm glad yeah. Olaf didn't fucking sacrifice himself. Yeah. I thought okay. I thought Bradley did a good job. I thought uh I mean he was yeah, he was probably the most charismatic actor in the movie, but his character was as shallow as a fucking cardboard box. Now you you made allusions to this in your in your intro. We talked about this a little bit beforehand. Uh, that that this movie is like all these other movies rolled up into one. It's like Ancient Aliens meets Contact meets Independence Day meets uh, Armageddon meets. And all I could think the whole time, like I'm being 100 percent serious here, the only thing I could think the whole time is if this movie was made 20 years ago, that that drunk guy would be Bruce fucking Willis. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he was the hot action star at that point. Yep. I mean, that was that was right around the time that Armageddon was made. Actually, that was which is by the way, Armageddon is so good. Oh my god, Armageddon is a good movie that is scientifically implausible. There, I mean, there's a ton of flaws in that movie, but Name it one. doesn't stretch <laughs> incredulity to the point where it's just absolutely fucking stupidly insane. Hey, nobody in this movie sang "Leaving on a Jet Plane." No, yeah. no, when or, I'll be back again. Yeah, that was one know, of the most charming points of that movie. You know, and I have to admit, I, I was a little disappointed that Casey didn't, you know, ride the EMP to feel the power between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that movie is so much better than this one. Nah, it's good. It's very good. But this movie is good. I like this movie. This is this a solid is sci-fi good. movie. It, no, it's not. Yes. The science fiction isn't even this science is, fiction. This is ask, pure me, fucking fantasy. Let me ask Rob this. Let me just ask Rob this. Rob, is this movie better than Metropolis? Oh, why do you even have to ask that? Of course. As he fucking chomps on a fucking moon pie. That's Damn the greatest straight. answer ever. Mm-hmm. You caught me while I was biting into the last piece of my moon pie. Rob. I found, I found the creamy center, just like we did in this movie. Controlling the beatus through a moon pie today. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah this, I thought this... about Star Crunch, but we went to the moon. We didn't go we, to a star. Yeah, we did. Exactly. Ooh, well, there wait, was a star there... on the inside. Uh, fuck so it. Armageddon... I'm a Star Crunch. Hold on. Attaboy. Armageddon was a movie that you could turn your brain off, watch the action, and enjoy the ride. But so was this. this. Is a... No, 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 no. This movie 
requires you to just totally remove your fucking brain, have a, have a total brain lobotomy. Just <laughs> remove your fucking brain, fill it with mashed potatoes, and, you know, go into a coma trying to fucking understand name, what's going on in this fucking movie and name, how all of this works. Name one thing that is, that is just sci- so scientifically inaccurate that you would have to fucking... <laughs> Remove your brain and replace it with mashed potatoes in order to enjoy this movie. Uh, the fact that the inside the fucking moon is a white dwarf. Uh, it's a okay. megastructure in a, a Dyson sphere. It's a Dyson sphere. I don't it understand contain, what you don't understand about It contains about the that. energy all right, just all right, fine. Let's, let, let, let's break this down. Do you so, know about billion-year-old uh, uh, human technology? No, no. but I know, uh, I know about white dwarfs. Okay, let's hear it. So a white dwarf... Mm-hmm. is approximately the size of an earth with anywhere from about 20% to uh, 120% the mass of the sun. Right. Huge gravitational pull. Mm-hmm. Well, moon, you, just, you just shrink that up. Yeah. The moon is much, much smaller than the earth. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. And, and it's much, 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 much less dense than the Earth. Okay. And has it's only hollow. like .0123% the mass of the Earth. So we hollow. think, so we think, obviously it had more mass because uh, as it got closer to the Earth, they had to redo their calculations because they figured uh, yeah. out that the math was higher. There you go. The mass was higher. Yeah. So they, uh, they accounted for are that. You ta- are you taking into consideration <laughs> the white dwarf, the white dwarf at the creamy center? Oh no, I am absolutely because if the white dwarf were the fucking creamy center, the fucking moon would have to be much, much bigger than the Earth. Okay. Not so only you- that, but the moon wouldn't be orbiting the Earth. The Earth would be orbiting. The white All right. Dwarf, so the right moon. now, as of as of today, we have found a white dwarf that is the size of the moon. It's the smallest one we have ever found. Now, according to this uh, documentary, um, <laughs> what this happened. Is this? this happened. Moonfall. Ancient Moonfall. Aliens. Moonfall. The documentary. Um, Moonfall. The idiocracy of sci-fi. To, according to this documentary, um, <laughs> our ancestors came from a very, very far away place of the galaxy or of the universe. And so they probably had smaller, they probably had smaller white dwarfs. They'd been around a little bit longer, right? I, I feel like that's feasible. Not only that, but I also yeah. feel like Rick Moranis uh, could have had a long lost ancestor that just learned how to shrink things. Well, yeah. Honey, I shrunk the white dwarf. That's all part two. Like, I don't understand why you can't just look at this and go, okay, so this was in a very advanced civilization. They had done away with all war, disease, phantom, famine, plagues. Like, everything is, is done. Like, this is a paradise, right? Mm-hmm. So how is it not possible that this uh, technologically advanced civilization that created an AI that eventually went out of control and tried to kill them uh, couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how to harness the power of a white dwarf safely? Physics? Physics as you know it, but not physics as they know it. Look, yeah. if you were whoa, to go whoa, back, no, 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 no. Physics as we know it, if they you, know it. It's just physics. no. There are things no, in no, physics no. we still we don't more, understand. Yeah, and we've already established the protomolecule changes well, how we think physics <laughs> look, let's all just, over again. <laughs> let's just let's just look. Look, if you were to take the knowledge that you have, Jason, and you were to go uh-huh. back a thousand years, and uh-huh. you were to try to teach people this knowledge, they would say that's magic. They, they don't believe, and they would probably Look, burn you at the stake. Magic so, to some cultures okay, okay, is just advanced science to others. Let's take the premise that others. they somehow shrank a white dwarf. They shrunk kids. Yeah, well, we've okay. seen that so, documentary So let's before. let's let's yeah. let's go with the premise. They shrunk kids. They can shrink a white dwarf. It's yes. pretty much the same fucking thing, right? Yes, agreed. One hundred percent. Just atoms. It's just so atoms. They, they they shrink a white dwarf enough to be the creamy center of a moon shaped megastructure. Mm-hmm. Dyson sphere. Yes. Yep. You still have all the mass of a white dwarf. No, okay. it's it's in the center. So it's still it's hollow. a super massive white <laughs> okay. dwarf in the center of But they're harnessing, the what if they can harness gravity? What if that's what all of their technology was based off of, and they were able to harness gravity as an energy source? Mm-hmm. And thus yeah. su- suppress it. You can, Look, I'm just saying, like, if this, if this technology is so advanced, like, again, this is suspending well, what disbelief. If they, what if they sacrificed goats and, you know, Created the mega structure out of magic. I mean, well, we, that would what be voodoo. if that would be voodoo? Okay, okay. Maybe I, voodoo look, is is just physics that you don't understand. I one hundred percent could be. 
I don't like you're not you're not wrong. It, well, it absolutely so, could be. So obviously, obviously, our ancestors are highly advanced because this AI is able to wrap itself like a blanket around the white dwarf and siphon the energy. Right, so right. You you know they they have guts and and the material is super hard because it took it ten years to drill to the creamy center. Um, so I mean it's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. I just like here like here's the thing. Uh, man. Like how much of our ocean is unexplored? Good portion of it. Right, like there's a large now, What percentage. does that have to do with the Well, anything? because it's an analogy. Now, how much of our Milky Way is left unexplored? Like you don't know what's out there nor do you know what the technology is. So you may mm-hmm. there may be advanced civilizations that have been able to turn physics on its head as you know it. So Again, I don't see this as being anything other than being able to sus- to suspend disbelief and enjoy the fucking ride. It's not suspended. Oh, okay. Plus, ancient fucking aliens. I mean, I'm not saying that they're no, aliens. No, 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 it's But not, this movie said no. it's aliens. No, they didn't. It's ancestors. Same difference. Yeah, it's ancestors. You're going to tell me that after eons of, of evolution that we wouldn't look markedly different than what they looked like eons ago well we i mean well that, they, that one they, lady they had rebooted. some weird colored eyes yeah they had to reboot the they had to reboot the species you know so <laughs> well they really did they did they had they just they yeah. they put uh, what they scratch. call it the the code of life yeah. instead of dna they called it the code of life they had to seed the planet with the code of life mm-hmm yeah, yeah. Well, didn't they do that just, in Prometheus? You can't just well. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. movie was fucking objectively terrible. <laughs> that movie was so bad. <laughs> I would rather watch Prometheus than this movie. Why? This movie's fun as fuck. What are you yeah. talking about? Prometheus because Prometheus is, not is fun. an actual movie that you know is just bullshit, and you just turn your brain off. And Charlize Theron so didn't really fucking... look that hot in that movie at all. Uh, eh. I eh. think. I think. Th- I think you went into this movie. With some preconceived notion, I agree. you weren't gonna like yep, it. Yep, I think and you no, went no, in no. with a presupposition. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. You can you can ask Caden because Caden came to this movie with me, and I was oh, like, yeah? "This movie." I bet you he loved it. No, no, he absolutely <laughs> did not love it. He well, was he's he just saying that after, to your face. He looked at me after the after uh, the moon just started mysteriously coming in, and or no, it was the it was the space moths, and then they started drilling into the moon. He was like, "What the hell." I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Were you Space the guys Mons. that I shushed in the fucking movie? Because let me tell you something about this fucking movie. If we're going to bitch about anything about this goddamn movie, this is the one thing that I'm going to fucking bitch about. Let me just explain to you. what happened. I wish the pandemic was still going on. I wish people were locked in their fucking homes. I wish it was mandated that like all movie theaters shut down. And you just have to watch this shit at home. All right? Because here's why. I sit down in the theater. I got a seat because it's reserved seating. I got a seat by myself because my wife couldn't go with me because I forgot I had to fucking watch this movie. Uh, so we couldn't get a babysitter in time. And so I go last night and I'm, I'm sitting there in this theater. And during the previews, like the owner of the theater, it's a Marcus theater. He comes on. He's like, it's good to be back in the theater. You, you won't have any buffering. You won't have, you know, have to pause it. You don't have to do that. And I'm like, I'd rather fucking pause it. I deal with any buffering. I go reset my router and be fine. Like, who gives a fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Because these five asshole fucking high schoolers come moseying in. Right as the movie starts and they sit down next to me and they wouldn't shut the fuck up. I couldn't hear the fucking movie. And I finally go, shh. And it stops for just like about three or four minutes. I'm like, all right, cool. I have, I have done my job. As a, you have been the right, old man. I, right. I have been the old man. I have, I have uh, told these young whippersnappers to shut the fuck up in the most polite way. About three minutes go by and they start fucking doing it again. And they're on their phones and they're laughing and they're talking. And they're not like whisper. They're fucking talking loud. Like we are talking right now. And I turned, <laughs> turned at them because they're right next to me. And I'm like, don't make me go get management. Like in my best dad voice, don't make me go get management. And the guy looks at me and goes, I'm sorry, sir. And I, at that moment, I went, fuck, that guy called me sir. I am <laughs> fucking old. old. I am fucking old as shit. <laughs> fuck. And I kind of felt bad for a second, but then they shut the fuck up. And then the girls got on their phone and they went down and they were outside the, the, the theater for a while. And then... They come back in and they grab their stuff and they all left. And I went, oh, thank fucking Christ. Now I can watch this movie in peace because this is what we like to call a fucking masterpiece. This is art. This is 
This should be shown in schools as what is fucking true about the moon. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So do you think do you think they will go back to the moon and start studying and learn? No, uh, here's the thing. The Na- NASA has lost the technology to go to the moon. I don't know if you guys realize this or not. They they don't have it. All of the all of the tapes, because uh, that's what they used back in the day, uh, are lost. They do not have the technology to go to the moon. Like that is that is fact. They cannot send a man to the moon right now. What? And, yeah, look it up. Look it up. That is real. That is one hundred percent. That's not conspiracy theory. They cannot send a man to the moon right now. They do not have the technology. What they do you lost. Mean they don't have the technology. They lost it all. This is why people are really believe that we didn't go to the fucking moon. They think that that it was all a joke because NASA has come out and said, "Yeah, we don't know where the tapes are. All the all, all the the we don't we don't know how to get there." It's like that, math. Math didn't just fucking go away because they lost some tapes. It up. Look it up right now. Do do fucking research on the fly. I'm not going to fucking do research lost, on the fly on how we fucking how lost some tapes and now we don't know how to get to the moon anymore. To travel to the moon. Like this is Forbes, real. And people that I've talked to in the military have said, yeah, this doesn't shock me. They're like, there's a lot of things that the military was trying back in the day uh, and it was all done on tape. And they're like, this worked really well. And then they lost the tape. They, they lost all this stuff or it was on a, a computer system that took a certain t- type of uh, encryption key or whatever. And they lost the key. Like this isn't anything new that the government has fucked this up. Okay. So, I have no doubt that they've lost some fucking information over the years. Somebody lost a fucking encryption key, but it doesn't change the fact that we understand the fucking orbital orbital mechanics to get something to the fucking moon. And if that's the case, then why have we never gone back? Um, why, why do we need to? We've well, sent fucking we... several probes and shit to the moon. Because the moon rings, number one. Number two, <laughs> uh, I, I honestly believe that it's a, a, a base for aliens to, to watch us, uh, to monitor us, to make sure that we do not destroy ourselves. And we have, uh, when, when, the, when the UFO crashed at Roswell, um, I believe that uh, the president made a deal with those aliens saying, all right, we won't go to space. Yeah, did that deal like uh, involve President Eisenhower and an exchange of technology, and then eventually, you know, Nixon came. That's into how power we got the microwave. And, and yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Yeah, and now we have now we have fucking little supercomputers we keep in our fucking pocket. And then that, JFK came into power, and he wasn't going to play ball. He was going to reveal it. that the United States government go. had to deal with aliens, and yep. so the aliens then had him assassinated. Look, look, explain Elon Musk. Yeah, I watched the last uh, last season of American Horror Story too. Hey, explain Elon Musk. That motherfucker's an alien. Well, okay, yeah, that he may be a robot. No, Thank that's you. that's Zuckerberg. That's the Zuckerberg's robot. a robot that Elon Musk built, one hundred percent. Okay, okay. So Elon Musk is the alien, and Zuckerberg is his his robot, weed smoking alien. Like that. That's just it. They kicked him out. They're like, look, stoner, fucking <laughs> go to Earth, all right, and just don't fuck shit up. He's like, all right, fuck it. I go hang out with Joe Rogan, smoke some fucking pot, make some fucking cars that drive by themselves. Who gives a shit? Oh my god, yeah. So first, a white dwarf can't exist in the fucking moon. That would totally throw off. I mean, the the, the white dwarf would have. We would be in a binary star system at that point because it would have close to the same mass, if not more mass, than the fucking sun. And it would cook everything in the fucking vicinity. We would be dead. No, Dyson. It was Sphere. shielded. It was, it was shielded. shielded. How do you think, do you think it got all its power? Okay. It harnessed right. do you the you power. Know how fucking hot the surface of a white dwarf harnessed is? Yes, yes, the I do. power. You obviously, do? obviously, they can handle that because right. the AI wrapped itself around it like a cozy blanket. Like right. look. Yeah. We're not, suffocated look, all the power out. You don't see Dyson spheres built around giant, like red giants, or even like yellow giants. You don't oh, that's see a, these. That's, that's because you don't see Dyson spheres built around that's, anything because they don't hard, fucking Jason. exist. It's just too hard. Okay, <laughs> it's too much material. No, like this is why the Death Star was the size of a small moon. Like that's no moon. That was a fucking Dyson sphere up there. Yeah, they had harnessed. They had to harness the power of something to shoot that laser. Yeah. And then they wanted to go bigger and better, so they made a whole planet to siphon a sun. A whole sun. That's exactly right. Like mm-hmm. I, this is just sci-fi one oh one. Jesus. I thought you he, so dumb. I thought I thought he was a guy <laughs> so that so thought they he knew sci-fi. 
I did too, but apparently he hates sci-fi. Like that's what I'm getting. I love sci-fi. I don't like fantasy mass or masquerading as sci-fi. This This isn't fantasy. This This is is a documentary. Yeah. Documentary. We already established there is a house on the moon that had the key. (laughs) I'm beginning to think that wasn't real. The Earth. I'm beginning to think that wasn't real. No, (laughs) it was. That is where the aliens kept their spare key. There was a guy when I was in college the first time. So like 95, there was a guy who would travel around and he would put on seminars explaining why the moon was fake. And at at one point during his fucking thing, like I paid like $20 to go sit down and listen to this dude. At one point he was like, there's a 57 Chevy on the moon. What? (laughs) Yeah. And I just shook my head and I'm like, I like a conspiracy as much as the next guy, but this guy's just fucking nuts. And obviously there wasn't, there was no 57 Chevy up there. What there were is there were fucking spacecraft with fucking lasers. All right. And that makes sense. Yeah. All right. There was like a whole fucking armada up there. Like, mm-hmm. here's the thing, man. Like, the sequel to this movie, and they hinted that there could be a sequel. Uh, the, <laughs> There's the, not going to be a sequel to this movie. The sequel to this movie better better be us, like, 100 years later, just fucking up the galaxy with those fucking spaceships. Like, that so, b- better be what it is. So why didn't, uh, and, and here's, here's the little problem I've got. You know, they know, they knew it was AI, right? They knew the AI. They knew what they were combating. Why didn't they have some way to combat that AI on that moon? They had all those. Uh, they had all those ships. Why didn't the um, operating system thing turn? Um, obviously, it can shoot the shoot the guns. It can't. Why not just upload ships? a virus? Yeah, to the AI, right? Exactly. Why not just build everything out of that fucking material that the space moths weren't able to pound through? Well, that's what they're going to do. No, eventually. they now were. that they know yeah, it's they, there. One hundred percent, they're going to build stuff out. The of whole, the whole like, thing, oh. the whole thing was bent, built out of the mat, that material. That's why it oh, took. Was ten, it? Yeah, that's why it took ten years for it to finally get to the center. Okay, to get through the big thick mantle mm-hmm. of the crust of the of the moon into the actual. Yeah. Dyson sphere, I guess. Well, the yeah, crust, took, crust it, is it a was, protective shield. Yeah, that just that just helps uh, okay. block but the cosmic radiation. But when the space moths were trying to get to, you know, Owlman, Catwoman, and and the fucking Magister, they kept mm-hmm. pounding up against the the bulkhead, and eventually that. it would have broken through. It took ten really? years for it to break through because that they stuff. just they decided yeah. to stop and and leave, and that bulkhead was much 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 thinner than the crust that they dug through. Look, I don't know if you remember. It would have taken them Star a Trek. fraction of the time to dig. Do you not remember that. Star Trek Five? All right, no, I, like I, I Scotty tried to, tried to Scott, that. not five. It was four. Scotty, um, or was it three? The one where they went back in time with the fucking that's whales. Four. Oh, that's four. Yeah, yeah that's four. four. Yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah. I hate. But that's the one where Scotty clear aluminum. Gave, clear aluminum. It's the same mm-hmm. concept. They had fucking access to technology like clear aluminum that was like ten times stronger than steel or whatever, but you can see through. I, I don't again. I don't understand what your problem is. My only. My so why mo- didn't they build it out of all that? Why didn't they build everything out of that impenetrable material? They so were in a hurry. Did you not, did you not pay attention to the story? Yeah. Did you not pay attention? Did you not see the no no no? This story one was time completed. with Crowley. This, this one was, was completed. This was the only one that got completed in time. Yeah. Okay. So why didn't they build all that out of? Why didn't they build the entire structure out of that material? Look, they were in a. It was a. It was a, budget a, cuts. a time crunch. Now it wasn't a budget cut. It was a time crunch, man. They time knew crunch, that the yeah. fucking AI was coming for their asses, and they had to hurry up and build this. So they built it for speed. They didn't build it for like fucking massive defense. They built it to get out there and seed another planet. That's what they did. They seeded Earth. All right, and this was the only one to escape the fucking massive AI destruction. So. I, 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 so again, you still haven't answered my question. I just did. It was built for speed. It wasn't built to fucking like hardcore defense. Like we're all just going to stay inside here. So this this material would slow it down somehow. No, what I'm saying is they didn't have time to build a giant fucking defense. Instead, they were building small things to fucking go out and see the fucking cosmos. Yeah, if they well, wanted why didn't to they do... just build the entire moon structure out of this material? No, they were building they didn't the have entire moon time. structure anyway. You do not. Why didn't they have enough time? They had because enough time you don't. to build. Look, part that's of a longer it. process. You yeah, it is. Number one, number How two. Do you, you don't know. They didn't you, say that in the movie. Look, you don't give a fucking brand new civilization access to a fucking ray gun. All right, you just don't. All right, they knew what they were You're beforehand. Dumb. Whatever. I, I just, I, I, you know what? Here, you want to talk about problems with this movie? The only problem with this movie. The lone problem with this movie, the one that I really couldn't get over and I was very upset with, is that Halle Berry didn't take her top off. 
I mean, she did it for Swordfish. She could have done it for this. It would have made the movie so much she better. She did it for it was Monsters already good. Ball, too. Yeah. So yeah. It's, there's precedence. There is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was very upset that that didn't happen, which, by the way, Halle Berry. Oh, baby. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so hot. Like, I don't care how batshit crazy you are in real life, nor, nor do I care how stiff you are as an actress. Like, you make me stiff. Baby, <laughs> call me. Call me. <laughs> Right. And how did he land the fucking shuttle in the first place? It glides. <laughs> okay, it glides, yeah. But yeah. there was no fucking power. Uh, doesn't matter, man. He glo- What he- do you mean it doesn't matter? Doesn't like, matter. I, don't, he- I don't know if you know this, Rob. Like, he's not wrong. Like That thing's basically a brick. I, I know. <laughs> if it loses and power. it flies by wire. Yeah. Well, it, he grabbed the wire power. and he started <laughs> flying it. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. No, oh, it's not? No. Oh. That thing would have fallen like a fucking that thing would have burned up in the fucking yeah. atmosphere yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's the part where i was like what well thankfully mm. at the end of the movie they they were literally like 30 feet above the fucking fucking oh yeah that too oh my god that was the that was one of the dumbest fucking things yeah. okay so let's 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 look at this scenario a couple of different ways so let's say that the moon still has just the density of the moon, and it's somehow got this magic fucking creamy center in the middle that gives mm. you the immense power. But it's still got it the same mass as the as the normal moon. There's this thing called the Roche limit. And what that does is there's tidal forces between two large gravitational bodies. And once the smaller, uh, less massive body gets close enough to the larger body, it basically rips apart. So the moon wouldn't actually crash into Earth like they depicted. It wouldn't even get nearly close enough. It would break apart and form a ring around the Earth. Well, that's what it started to do. I don't know if well, you realize just that. On the, just the outside. Yeah, no, it, just it was the, just the, the outside. It was just yeah. that, the crusty that dirt outside, crust. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it got so fucking close that it was shearing off the tops of fucking buildings. And mountains. And mountains. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Like, they launched themselves out of the moon at the end of the movie. <laughs> and they and landed on a fucking mountain. They literally had to fucking, like, they immediately fucking pulled the chutes. Like, they were, like, 30 feet of fucking above the ground. Like, I was just like, eh. All right. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna think about this one too hard. <laughs> and not only that, but if we're saying that the moon is as massive as it normally is or or is supposed to be. So more it's, massive. it's like it's more massive. It's like 181st the mass of the earth. And it's got a sixth of the gravity of the earth, which if it breaks up it's not going to have that much gravity because gravity is is also uh, is a coefficient of density. But anyways, we'll we'll move on beyond that. <laughs> it's not going to pull you off of the fucking surface of the planet. Turn your brain off for just a goddamn minute and enjoy the, the fucking ride. Good Christ! I no, said at that. this point, at this oh. point, the the brain turn off was was not going to happen. I'm this sitting was there, a total fucking fantasy. And the first time they started running, like they were on the moon, right? Like they're on Earth, but the gravity right. starts to go wonky, and so they're running like they're on the moon. Yeah, I, that was immediately that was little... in my head. I went, "Well, Jason's going to tear this the fuck apart." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like there's a lot of times in this movie where my enjoyment was skewed because I just kept thinking Jason's <laughs> going to tear this apart. But here's the thing. Like here's the thing about movies like this. Like like you 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 just have to like you have to tell your brain to shut the fuck up. Like just stop and enjoy the movie. Like you could pick it apart later. It's fine. But just while you're sitting there in the theater and you're eating buttered popcorn and you're hoping to God no one's got the fucking Omicron. All you got to do is turn your fucking brain off and enjoy the movie. That's it. Now, here's what and you shouldn't it, do. What you should do. If it were a do, better movie, I might have been able to to do that. But it wasn't. It, it just wasn't well enough written to do that. Don't go to the theater at 8 o'clock at night and drink a 64-ounce Diet Mountain Dew because you will not go to sleep until about 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no shit. That was a bad decision. That was the only bad decision made last night. That movie, This movie's good. It's very good. I, Life I would, Lessons by James. That's right. I would recommend that you go see this fucking movie. I really would. I like the movie. Turn your Don't brain off and fucking enjoy the ride, man. Don't look, go see this look, movie. We've got, we've got yay on one side, nay on the other. I'm in the center. I'll do the tiebreaker. Go see the movie. Yeah. 
Rob's yeah, like the creamy center of the fucking earth. Nobody ever listened to Rob, Look, first off. <laughs> I am looking forward to the mothership. We're going to have to watch what? that one. It's an upcoming American science fiction, fiction drama film uh, starring Halle Berry. Wait, wait. It's called Mothership? Mothership. The Mothership. I think I'm... Uh, I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> yep. No, I, I think I'm done with Halle Berry science fiction. No, no, no. This no, sci-fi no. adventure it, uh, follows Sarah Morse, who's played by Berry, one year since her husband mysteriously vanished from their farm. So it's got a farm. What, what, James what, is were, in. Were cattle mutilated? Yeah, yeah uh, maybe. Uh, when she discovers strange extraterrestrial object underneath her home, so like a ship, maybe, maybe, maybe it was a key like they found on the moon. Is she Superman's um, mom? Possibly. Uh, Sarah and her kids embark on a race to find their husband, father, and most importantly, the truth. And it all revolves around a mothership. The mothership. Let's okay, but this. that could like that could just be you could, people say the Earth is the mothership too. So well, like, look, I mean that's the name of the plant. Of the the movie is the mothership. Uh, hey. It's being distributed by uh, Netflix. So you know, hey, I'm all in. Good. I'm all in. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. Perfect. Well, it, it can't go on the list because uh, James is banned from putting anything on the list. <laughs> so that's all right. I'll Why? I'll put it, I'll put it what? on the list for no, you. No, you're banned from putting anything on the list too. <laughs> what? When did this happen? Why? Why am I banned? Just I now, have... because you tried to put this on the list. <laughs> but, I mean, it says sci-fi in it. We have it to does. put it on the list. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Hey, no, we don't. Hey, guys, just a, real quick. Like, I know this is like a hard right turn here, but how was uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Um. Oh, yeah. Fuck it you. Was, it was. <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, now that one was a terrible movie. <laughs> this one, this one was good. Yeah, this is this good. one rate, was not good. Rob, rate this movie. Like out of ten, I'd give it an eight point eight. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I would go. I would go with an eight. It's a solid eight. There you go. I think yeah. you two fair. are dumb. I think yeah. that's fair. Rate it out of out of ten. What would you give this movie? Eight. That's a rookie score, but uh, fine, I'll take it. Uh, uh, Jason, what would you rate it? I'm not rating this movie. No, come on. It's not one worth out of ten. rating. Oh, for fuck's sake. Come on. You can give it a one through 10. You can say it's a one. Don't ever like, come on now. You can even go lower than one. I'm going to give it a shark boy and lava girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Out of the two movies, which would you prefer to watch? Shark boy and lava girl or moonfall? Lobotomy. (laughs) That wasn't an option. That wasn't, that wasn't one of the choices. Like you're on a, you're on a desert Island. All right, and you can only watch one of these two movies. Which one are you going to watch? I'm taking a long swim. <laughs> Wait, before or after the moon has gotten closer? <laughs> yeah, because the water will go on the air. Yeah. Uh, Rob. What? You got a haiku for us this week? Oh, we're we're done. Yeah, we're done. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chase is like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm tired yeah. of talking about this fucking movie. All right. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, this one is called Docu Series. Old ass space humans, not saying aliens, but creamy center moon. Uh, like all it. right, James. Um, I'm gonna ask you the question. Oh, we can, haven't heard this in a long oh, yeah. time. Yeah. You can answer or not. I don't care oh, um, because answer. it's Moonfall. 100%. But yeah. is Moonfall more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three? And there right. is a right answer to this, and I'm <laughs> yeah. sure you're not gonna give it. Oh, I am one hundred percent gonna give the right answer. So in eleven twenty-two sixty-three, there was a door uh, that led you back in time which sounds a lot like Narnia. I know I've said that before, but I just want to make sure that everybody understands that that's fantasy and not sci-fi. This, There was a door in this one. I know, I know, but that went to the fucking center of the moon. It had a fucking white dwarf that was fucking put there by an advanced civilization eons ago that we are actually related to. This has ancient aliens. This has fucking action. This has ray guns, like fucking lasers and shit. This has spaceships. This has a fucking Dyson sphere. And it has Halle Berry, yes, 100% fucking Moonfall. More sci-fi than 11-22-63. Oh, my God. Cool. I hate this movie. So good. It's so good. 
Oh, man. All right, who's got awards? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of them. All right, Rob, who's got your head lush? I uh, give it to Donald Sutherland's character. <laughs> Donald Sutherland's character? <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You know he was smoking something. I mean, he had nothing better to do in there, man. He was smoking something. Okay, this is head lush. Or um, yeah, oh, black lung. Head- so starting, I started oh. with head lush, but I meant black lung. Oh, shit. So, so I didn't even listen to you. I just went yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah, what's yeah. normally first. <laughs> I don't listen to you either. Wait, so. so which one are we going to do? Are we doing black out? lung or head lush? Let's do black lung. Okay, black lung. Donald, Donald Sutherland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. James? Uh, black lung? I, did, did, I don't think I saw anybody smoke. There are a lot of fires. I don't know. Who gets the, who gets the black lung if there's no one smoking? Like, who's the de facto fucking black lung Doc award Coddle. winner? Doc, Doc Coddle. Coddle. Yeah, Doc Coddle gets mine. All right. Uh, so mine is going to go to everybody who watched this movie for inhaling the <laughs> the toxic dumpster fire Whatever. Uh, fumes that came off of this this travesty I, of a fucking film. I am I telling you, I don't remember this isn't, any dumpster this fires. Isn't, this isn't a documentary. This is getting the, the public ready for aliens <laughs> to be revealed. Yeah, it's like, those, uh, it's like those PSAs. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. This was a fucking, this is government propaganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, prepare us for our alien overlords, right? They they think it's about time. Yes, yeah. James, I mean because they already found lush. the house. They already found the alien they house. Did. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't remember the character's name. The fucking guy who somehow landed a fucking space shuttle Brian, without a Brian bar. Harper. Yeah, that motherfucker gets it because he was drunk for the majority of the movie. Rob. Yep. Uh, Brian Harper. Uh, yeah. All right, well, um, mine's going to go to... Give it nope, to it. Nope. No, it. he's going to give it to the nope. producers. Nope. Uh, uh, mine's going to... I'm going give to give it to myself for having to uh, drink no. heavily after watching this movie no. to try and forget it. Didn't work, did it? Now, no. you'll no, never it forget it. You'll never forget it now. All right, Rob, who's got your player? Um, I'm going to give it to... Uh, I don't know. Um, well, let's give it to let's give it to Casey. All right, huh? James. I don't know. There what? really wasn't a player. There really wasn't. No, a I player. think there was. I think uh, I, this is going to be a dual award. Uh, and okay. by the way, I, I'd like to change my my black lung uh, award from Doc Cottle to the kid who was smoking the blunt uh, while the water was rushing in to whatever wherever they were in L.A. <laughs> yeah, that guy gets it. Uh, my player award is a dual award. Uh, the dual award goes to both uh, uh, Halle Berry and Brian Harper. Uh, the the sexual tension between those two was palpable, even while they she was in space on her honeymoon. Uh, yeah, do, which, you think, did, oh, do you think? Did you think they've joined the they, Mile High Club? Oh, they joined the several uh, oh, thousand oh. hundred mile high club. Yeah, you know there was it was just them two in that space uh, spacecraft on yeah. the way back right yeah and like he didn't even like he didn't have to roofie her or anything because she right. was knocked the fuck out right. yeah. yeah and i bet you i bet you it got really hot in there because all the electronics were off so it mm. got really warm as they were that's coming not how in. space works no. no no as they were coming in you know everything got heated up i bet you they had to take their clothes off uh well hers would have already been off <laughs> makes it quicker God. <laughs> uh yeah so uh my player yeah, I'll give, Just it, give, to, to give it to Halle Berry. Yeah, give it to go. us for making you have to watch this. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Give it to us. We played you like a fiddle, boy. No. No, no? you didn't. No. All right. No. Yeah, I'll give it to Halle Berry. Um, I mean, she can't act her way out of a wet paper bag, but uh, she's easy on the eyes. So. Oh, so easy. All right. Um, James, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, my Purple Hippo Award goes to you because you are literally the only fucking person I know that can't turn his fucking brain off for two hours and enjoy a goddamn movie. You have to. Oh, no, I can. No, you can't. Name a movie that you turn your brain off because you know it's absolutely impossible for these things to happen, yet you enjoy the fucking movie. Armageddon. I just said that earlier in the show. Armageddon is one of those movies. Independence Day is one of we, those look, movies. We're sending fucking shit to asteroids all the time now. You don't think that we could fucking send a person to an asteroid if we really wanted to? Because there are days I'd like to volunteer Rob for that fucking job. 
I'd do it. <laughs> I'd ride that rocket. <laughs> I bet you ride lots of rockets. Uh, all right, Rob. I'm giving it to Brian uh, for seeing his ancestors. He looked he looked a little out of it when he came when he got out. You know. Yeah, that guy was controlling the fucking Dyson sphere. Right. Was yeah. it, was it him or was it the AI? I think he was in contact with them. I thought which it was I the think OS. would be a great aspect to fucking explore in the fucking oh, sequel to yeah, this yeah. movie. Yeah, it comes back yeah. and he can open everything up. Yes. There's not going to be a sequel to this movie. Oh, there should be. There absolutely should be. It costs like 150 million to make. They Worth haven't it. cracked 30 million yet. Every look, red cent. Look, they'll get they'll get there eventually. Yeah. It's it's only be been it's this only is going to be a weeks. cult classic. I can see this being played on the History Channel immediately after Ancient yeah, Aliens I can see for that years too. to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, and it's only been a couple of weeks. Give it some time. Yeah, a couple of weeks. It hasn't made a third of its money back, and you think it's gonna? It's a slow you know burn. It's right? gonna it's gonna crack that that ceiling and and I'm gonna make I'm gonna more. do all I can to make sure that happens. I'm gonna go back and watch it again tonight. Okay, have fun. I, I mean. Will. Fooling his money and all, but yeah, have fun. Well, I do literally light it on fire, so <laughs> what the true. fuck? That's true. <laughs> uh, my players, or uh, my purple hippo is going to give it, I'm going to give it to me and Caden both for having have to sit through this fucking movie. You're such a hater. You're such I a am. fucking hater. I am. I hate this fucking movie. God. I don't know how this movie came into existence. I mean, Roland Emmerich had to have called in a bunch of fucking favors to get this movie Produced. Is this is this an alimony movie to you? Is that what this is? As Red used to call it, is this an alimony movie to you? No, because that's actors who are doing a movie that they would never fucking do under normal circumstances just so they can get a paycheck. This is a movie that Roland Emmerich is probably losing money on. Is it his production company? Well, he's a, he's a writer and he, he's got a production credit on it. All right. Well, he wrote, he directed. I'm pretty sure he's got a direct. Uh, yeah, right. Producer Writer, credit. director, produced by Yeah, produced by yeah. Roland Emmerich and Herod Klosser. Yeah. So this may be the last movie he ever makes. Uh probably. That, or it'll be know. a while. No, Moonfall Two. Moonfall Two. I will tell you what, if this is the last movie he ever makes, like congratulations, sir. This is a fucking science fiction masterpiece. Congratulations. This is a good good one to end on. Yeah. High note. High note. High note. Swan song. <sighs> oh yeah, there's a dumb. <laughs> I really right, do so. like this movie. I can't. Why? I just don't understand. It has, like, I was trying to compare it to, like, Aliens. Like, like real high, like, those those science fiction movies that everyone loves no matter what. And I can't find any reason. Like, you can suspend disbelief and go, oh, yeah, there's a fucking alien that runs around and lays eggs and wants to make out with fucking Sigourney Weaver. Sure. All right. I can. Absolutely. But this, you're like, oh, fucking Dyson Sphere with a creamy fucking white dwarf. No. Ah. No. Yeah, it, it make stretches to incredulity too far. Okay, you're gonna have to explain incredulity to Rob later. Just FYI. Okay, I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> he's probably trying to spell he's, it right yeah, now. He's right now, he's trying to Google it. And can't. No, I I quit <laughs> listening. I googled Halle Berry um, swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next episode, we're going to get back to a really, really good sci-fi show, The Expanse, where we're going to cover The Expanse Season 3. Uh, SP is going to be back because he's covering The Expanse with us, so uh, I'm really looking forward to that. In fact, I watched the rest of Season 3 after I watched Moonfall just as a palate cleanser to get that <laughs> awful fucking taste out of my mouth. Oh, you're such a dick. Although, The Expanse is so good. Best science fiction show probably ever yeah it's way the fuck up there probably all right well thanks james appreciate you being on um what's happening with simply stogies before we we head out oh well thanks for uh, having me back on uh it's always uh nice to podcast with you too even if i have to podcast with rob as well um uh lot, you know lots of stuff going on uh coming up this week uh you'll hear an, uh, an episode where i interview chris moore from carolina blue cigars um, I've got a sub-series all year where myself and Nick Sears, who is a master blender Cuban cigar expert, talk about all things Cuba. Uh, so the 1st of March, part two of our uh, History of Cuba will air. Uh, and then I've got, I, I just talked to an author, uh, Nick Hammond. He wrote the book Around the World in 80 Cigars. 
uh, The Travels of an Epicure. And again, Rob's going to have to Google Epicure because I know he doesn't know what that means. Um, as soon as he gets done looking at Halle Berry's boobs. Uh, so Not lots of good happen. things going on over there. Check out our YouTube channel. Uh, Simply Stogie's there where uh, cigars and coffee uh, uh, are on there. Uh, and if you'd like to support us, uh, throw a couple dollars our way. Go to simplystogies.com. Check out all of our great reviews. Click the login button at the top. Register as a user. $10 a month, $100 a year. Uh, you help support a small podcast and uh, help us get to places like the uh, PCA, the Premium Cigar Association trade show uh, later this year in July. So, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Check it out. Simplystogies.com. All right, that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Mix My Machine. Why are you not sending If you like pictures, the show, Rob. please rate and review us oh, on iTunes. You can leave us feedback sorry. on our Discord channel like at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com. And make sure to visit Creative Brain for more great shows and other creative works at well, creativebraincandy.com. No, yeah. I don't. I don't take my headphones on. I just know how to ignore both of you. No, you For don't. this week, I'm Jason and Stargate is another one that I love to turn my brain off and just watch. That was a Roland Emmerich one. That was, it was. Yeah. So you might as well just turn your brain off for all of his movies. Right. Yeah. I don't understand how you just didn't go in with that, that presupposition. Like, all right, right. this is Roland Emmerich. I'm going to have to turn brain my brain off. off. I like yeah. Stargate. I like most of the stuff he's put out. Like, I'll probably enjoy this if I just shut my brain up for two mm-hmm. hours. Yep. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>